But first, interest rates, they're going up again. I know. I know. What's new, right? Isn't this something like the sixth time they've done this? Well, actually, no. It's the 11th time in about a year and a half. This time, it's a quarter percentage point increase. And as a reminder, the goal here is to slow down inflation. So joining us now to help put that into perspective is Stacey Vanek-Smith, NPR global economic correspondent and co-host of The Indicator podcast from NPR's Planet Money. Hi, Stacey. Welcome to Reset. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So we've obviously been here before, Stacey, but tell us <laughs> tell us why the Fed is back to raising interest rates again. I know. Well, like you said, uh, for about the last for, for you know, pretty much the entire last year, the Fed has been very consistently raising interest rates. Uh, it did pause last month. We got a little break, which was great news for consumers and businesses because when interest rates go up, it makes our credit card bills more expensive, makes it more expensive for us to take out loans. Um, but like you say, the Fed is back to it. Uh, I think it's because, I mean, we've gotten nothing but good news from the job market, from inflation. Everything seems to be kind of headed in the right direction. So there is a lot of pressure on Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell to keep pausing. Okay. But I think there's a worry of declaring victory too soon. I think that's what's going on. Yeah. I mean, we know the rate of inflation has been easing since last yeah. summer. So I think... Uh, the question I was trying to wrap my mind around is why raise rates as we're seeing progress? Right, right. Take the win, right? Because it is, it's really hard on all of us uh, and on businesses and everyone when interest rates go up. And and we got really good inflation news earlier this month that inflation is at about 3%, which is just the the goal rate of the Fed is 2%. So yeah. it's pretty close. But uh, what Fed Chair Jerome Powell said yesterday in a press conference was that he pointed out that core inflation, which is the inflation rate if you take out gas prices and food prices, uh, that is still 4.8%. That's pretty high. and And a lot of there's a worry that a lot of the reason that inflation fell so much um, last th this last month was because of gas prices going down a lot. So that maybe it's not real or things aren't as good as they seem. And also, when you raise interest rates, it can just take a little while to play out across the economy. So I think there's kind of a cautiously going forward approach. I see. I see. Well, talk about that balance, Stacey, that the, the Fed tries to strike, right, between curbing inflation but not raising interest rates too much. Like, how do they calculate that sweet spot? Well, that's exactly a balance. I think that's the perfect, perfect word. Um, and in fact, Jerome Powell used that word yesterday uh, uh, several times that they're trying to strike this balance. Because when you raise interest rates, it, slow, it, it does slow down inflation. It does bring prices down. But it does that by slowing down the economy. So the Fed's always trying to strike this balance with interest rates. On the one hand, you know, when you raise interest rates, it means it's more expensive to borrow money. So mm -hmm. we borrow less. We spend less. That means that companies sell less. They make less money. So that and demand goes down. So they tend to lower prices. Mm -hmm. But if they're making less money, they also don't expand. They also can start laying people off. That can cause a recession. So the Fed is trying to raise interest rates enough to bring inflation down, but not so much that it causes a lot of job losses and recession. Mm -hmm. But it's a really tricky balance. And maybe, I mean, and, and Jerome Powell said several times, and, and this is true, that historically speaking, almost 
every time countries have really tried to bring inflation down back to a target level, it's involved a lot of job losses. So far, we haven't seen that. Like so far, you know, unemployment rates are still really near historic lows right. and inflation's coming down. So it seems like where the economists call it a soft landing. Yeah. That's that balance you were talking about. Uh, it seems like we're sort of maybe getting there. But I think there's there's a real worry about taking the foot off the brakes too soon and losing the progress we've made, I think. Yeah. Well, you know, as we've mentioned, this is the 11th interest rate hike in 17 months. As you yeah. said a moment ago, the results are not going to be immediate. So how long does it typically take to see whether a rate hike has actually made a difference? Like, what is it that would make the Fed uh, say, okay, we're good, no more hikes? That is, I mean, that's a great question. I, people were asking that exact question to Jerome Powell yesterday, and of course he would not answer it. Um, the, I think it's it's a mystery, honestly, because our economy is so big and so complicated a lot of times these things play out in ways we don't expect. They take a really long time. Mm -hmm. I spoke to this economist um, at Dartmouth, Matthew Slaughter. He compared it, I guess he grew up in Minnesota, and he compared it to the sport of curling, you know, where there's like the the stone, I guess, is moving out across the ice and you've got oh. the team and they're brushing the ice and trying to kind of direct it, but the stone is going to do what it's going to do. Right. Uh, curling looks so, so hectic to me. That <laughs> The <laughs> act of, of brushing... The ice. So I guess this is the same feeling with these interest rates. Yeah, exactly. Like you can kind of try, you know, you can do what you can. The Federal Reserve has some power, but the economy is also going to do what it's going to do. And sometimes things happen more quickly or more slowly than you think they will. One one kind of interesting thing that I heard from a, um, a Raghu uh, Rajan, who's a, a great economist at the University of Chicago, mm -hmm. is he said, one of the things that might be happening is that because it was so hard for a lot of companies to hire, that they might be waiting to lay people off longer than they normally would because they just, you know, it was so hard to get these workers in the first place. Mm. And he's worried that there's going to be some moment when everybody kind of decides that, OK, now that now is the moment. And then layoffs kind of happen r really fast all at once. Mm, that's frightening. So, yeah. I, yes, it is. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and we are talking about the Federal Reserve's latest interest rate hike, the 11th in a year and a half. Our guest is Stacey Vanek-Smith, who's a global economic correspondent for NPR, and she's here walking us through what it means and whether these hikes are working. Uh, so zooming in just a bit here, that the rate increase, it's a quarter of a percentage point, Stacey, which yes. doesn't sound like a lot, but is it? I mean... Well, it's it's not a lot in and of itself, but right now interest rates are the highest they've been in 22 years. So okay. that's pretty high, mm -hmm. um, you know, and we're starting to see certainly it's nowhere near uh, uh, back in the 70s. The U.S. experienced quite serious inflation. The Federal Reserve chair at that time, Paul Volcker, raised interest rates quite a bit. It caused terrible recession. He did this for years. Uh, and I think that's what what uh, Chair Jerome Powell is trying to avoid now. Um, at that time, back in the 70s, inflation was in the double digits. It, yeah. And it was really hard, really painful to get back down. So I think Chair Powell is really trying to make sure we don't end up in that situation. And that if we experience pain, we take it like sort of we take the hit now. Yeah. Um, 
and and not sort of let things get more out of control. He said that several times. And getting away from the the big picture economics of this for just a second, uh, just talk a bit more about what this means for consumers, for the people trying to save and uh, people living on a fixed income, maybe. Yeah, I mean, higher interest rates are not great. Um, on the other hand, inflation is not great either. I'm, I'm certain that every single person listening to this has noticed that prices are just higher mm-hmm. for, you know, you go to the grocery store, you know, your bill is much higher than you think it is. Your rent's going up. Everything's going up. That is incredibly destructive, right? It means your savings is losing value all the time. It means your paycheck buys less and less with every month. So that's sort of the monster on one side. Uh, The monster on the other side is high interest rates. That is hard, too. It makes it much more expensive to, you know, if you want to buy a house, if you want to take out a student loan. It's much more expensive than it used to be. Also, your credit card bills, if you're trying to even just charge something, get by month to month, which, uh, you know, credit card debt is rising at a record pace right now in the Mm -hmm. U.S., uh, I think because of the higher prices, you know, every you're just trying to get by. Your credit card bill is going up and up and up because those interest rates, when the Fed raises interest rates, it trickles out through everything. So rates for everything go up, all the loans, all the interest rates. It's harder on businesses. So, you know, they start pinching pennies, they stop expanding, they start laying people off. And so those layoffs are very real. Yeah. You know, that's a very real consequence of this. Well, the the, the Fed staff economists, they'd previously been worried about a recession this year. We heard a lot of talk about that. But uh, Fed Chair Powell did say in that news conference yesterday that that is no longer the case. So to me, that's a huge relief. Uh, I just wonder, could we be in for more pauses and rate hikes this year. What do you think? Well, what you say is is exactly right. And I think that's very important to keep in mind because in the beginning of the year, economists pretty much across the board were saying recession, recession, recession. Oh, yeah. We heard that R word all the time. Yeah, constantly. Yeah. And it, it was very scary and it seemed like it was happening and then it just didn't. And then every time the numbers came out, they looked pretty good, like unemployment you know, the job market's been so resilient. Our economy has been incredibly resilient. Inflation is coming down. So it seems like, and right now, economists have really changed their tune. The word soft landing is getting thrown around a lot. That balance you were talking about earlier. And so I think that is really good news. It doesn't mean we're out of the woods yet. And I think you know, it was kind of that del- possible delay, the curling delay that we were talking about. Right. I think that's part of the reason why there's a real hesitation to, clear- to declare victory too soon. But but there are expected to be future pauses this year and also pos- like maybe a mix going forward of pauses and interest rate hikes um, that I think that's very likely because if the numbers, if inflation continues to drop, um, there's not going to be a reason for the Fed to keep raising interest rates. And and it's very possible we can kind of get out of the... I mean, people are increasingly optimistic. I'm just hearing so much more optimism than I was at the beginning of the year. Well, before we let you go, new GDP numbers out this morning, they were better than economists were expecting. So leave us with what we need to know, Stacey. Yes, that's right. And and GDP, this is sort of the measure of economic growth, right? It, it is the one everyone looks at. It's supposed to be the sum total of all the goods and services a country produces. You look at that number, it's sort of the big takeaway, like, okay, the economy's growing or it's not. This is the big kahuna number. It came in better than expected, which was not 
you know, that is incredibly positive news. It's just like one more sort of big green light for us. Um, it, you know, it's really positive news. It means the companies are making more stuff. It means that we're buying more stuff. It means our economy is growing, new businesses. There's all this sort of good energy in our economy right now in spite of the hardship. And it's an incredibly positive sign. That is Stacey Vanek-Smith, global economic correspondent and co-host of the Indicator podcast from NPR's Planet Money. Thank you so much, Stacey. Thanks for having me.